0: You're listening to the Six Figure Photography Podcast, where we teach you how to grow your photography business. If you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog posts, check out sixfigurephotography.com. Now, here's your host, Ben Hartley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 42 of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley, your host here at SFP. You guys a, a big thank you if this is your first time listening. If you're a long-time listener, I thank you so much. I'm so grateful for every single one of you who tunes in. If this is your first time, let me give you a quick little heads up of what you're in store for. The entire purpose of this podcast is to help you to grow your business. That's the purpose. That's the goal. We've got a couple key uh, kind of ideas that I tend to always return back to. Number one, um your growth is directly related to how well you serve your clients. And number two, one of the things that is most important in this whole process is understanding your own self-worth. It's providing value to others and understanding the value that you have to give. Not necessarily in the order, by the way. Um Look, we're going to try something out here a little bit different. Normally on the SFP podcast, I have the opportunity to interview other industry experts, by the way, not just in our own photography industry, but outside of the industry, experts in their craft, experts who will help you to be able to grow. And this is what we've been doing here for the last 40 or so episodes. And we want to mix it up a little bit rather, I guess I should say, I want to mix it up a little bit. I want to do this for a couple of reasons. Number one is I want to get more content out to you guys. I know there's a lot of you who don't like waiting a whole week in order to listen the podcast. There's a couple solutions. Number one is I go live on Facebook every single weekday, Monday through Friday. There's a, a bank of over a hundred and probably fifty or so videos now, right there, waiting for you guys to listen to on Facebook, all kinds of rants and ideas on on really bringing you behind the scenes at our photography studio, Style & Story Creative, what we do to win. Um, But the other solution is what I'm doing right now. I'm essentially going to try to pump out double the episodes for you guys, two six-figure photography podcast episodes a week. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to alternate. So normally, uh, we'll do one episode that's interview style just like normal, you guys, where I bring in another expert, but then every other uh I want to do I want to do a segment with you guys that's just that's just me just solo Ben Hartley, uh, dropping some ideas uh, out to you guys. I mean, I, I'm working on the I'm working on the name of this. We'll see how it goes. Feel free to shoot me an email or a message. Uh, respond in the comments below of what you think. Uh, over in the show notes, by the way, in the podcast, what you think the name could be or should be. For right now, I'm going to go ahead and call this like from the heart. Right, Ben Hartley from the heart. I don't know. It's probably going to change. I guarantee it'll change. Actually, um, anyhow, you guys, uh, on today's episode, we are going to be talking. All things, confidence. Like I said, one of the one of the big uh, differentiators between uh, those who have found success and those who have not is self worth, is confidence. And so, I want to spend some time discussing this. This is something that when people ask, uh, I mean, I, man, I've had so many so many people, not just photographers, ask um, about the success I've experienced in my life, or even the joy or the positivity that, that I've experienced in my life. And so much of it is choice, uh, and it's and it's choice based around confidence. This thing that actually doesn't just happen. Um, it's something that it, you can practice, and you can learn, and you can develop. Uh, and And I want to encourage you guys to listen up and to spend time actually doing the stuff that I'm talking about, because. Uh, I'm not just going to talk about confidence from a high level. I want to talk about confidence from a few big picture ideas, but to get down into some of the specifics, into the nitty gritty, into the practical of ways that you can uh, maintain your confidence, you can grow your confidence and help build into others, uh, with confidence. I put out a video over on Facebook about, uh, this exact topic hitting on a lot of these points. But, I figured some people didn't have the opportunity or, or want to listen to it or watch a twenty minute long video on Facebook, and so I want to bring it to the podcast listeners here today. you guys, this is so important this is such a critically important step in in understanding the growth of your business. Like we're not just talking about confidence because it's interesting. We're, we're talking about confidence because it directly ties into the success of your business, the success of your life. It's it's so freaking important. I talked to so many photographers who struggle with picking up the phone, who struggle with being able to close the sale, who struggle with um, actually asking the amount of money that their work is worth, who struggle with reaching out to another photographer or vendor to, to second shoot or to do a styled session, who struggle to even get up in the morning because they wrestle and they struggle with confidence. And so that's why we're talking about it today. Let's jump right in, you guys. I want to talk about um, some big ideas here, and then we're going to dive into kind of the nitty gritty. This is going to be way more off the cuff. If you have heard, uh, if you have watched the Facebook video that I put out on confidence, I'm going to be hitting on those topics, but I'm going to be going off on side tangents and how it relates to our business at Style Creative, or, or maybe some side stories. We'll see how this thing goes. For starters, big idea number Number one, find value in the present. Find value in where you currently are right now. Look, we all understand this. We are not where we want to be in life, but know this, and you do in the back of your mind, you never will be right? I talk about this in regards to Instagram or Facebook. Once you get 500 Instagram followers, then you're going to want a thousand and then you're going to want 10,000. And then you're going to wonder, why don't I have a hundred thousand like that other guy, right? Um, once you win, uh, you know, the, uh, what's this, the shoot and share contest and you get 10th place, you're going to wonder, why didn't I get fifth place? Why didn't I get fourth place? Why'd that jerk get second or first place? This picture's not even as good as mine, right? You find value In the present. And here's the deal. I understand one of the biggest struggles that we have with this is because our entire culture is a culture of exceptionalism. We are constantly bombarded and surrounded by, uh, like, the top. Ranking percent of all human beings like the top ninety nine point nine percent of humanity and what I mean is this Right whenever we turn on the TV or we listen to the radio or we open our news feed um, Or we hop on Instagram whatever this may look like for you. We are always seeing the most extremes of all situations right even even the news broadcasters who are delivering those scary stories, right? Like the scariest of all scary stories, the ones that are supposed to like really grab your attention. Even even those news broadcasters are also the most beautiful people, right? We're only seeing the most beautiful, the top 0.5 percent of all people, the most intense, the most crazy people, uh, Kardashians, right? Like this is what we're constantly surrounded with. Not only that, but we're constantly surrounded by everyone else's highlight reel. Look, they're calling their life down. They're only showing the top 0.5% of their life to you. And so it's no wonder that this is all that we see and experience. And this, this exaggerates our own insecurities, right? Because we're seeing these unrealistic standards that it is impossible to live up to. You cannot operate on the, the top 0.5% on all, at all times and on all levels, by the way, right? Because we're seeing, it's like, it's like if you do a wedding, right? Um, I always compare, like, my ring shot. Let's, let's talk about weddings here for the example. I always compare my ring shot to the very best ring shot that I've ever photographed over the hundreds of weddings that I've shot. But then I also compare, uh, my first kiss shot at that, that same wedding to the very best first kiss shot that I've ever shot. And this is the same thing. We're comparing, um, each part of our life to the top 0.5% in the entire world of not just one human being, but of all population. And it's unrealistic. We can't live up to it, right? You guys, here's the deal. When I'm talking about finding value in the present, right? what I mean is this, a couple things. Dissatisfaction, by the way, when you see something that you're, you're dissatisfied in, this is actually a good thing, right? This is actually what will cause you to continue to grow and push forward and move ahead, right? This is, this is actually a good thing. So to be dissatisfied is okay, um, but that can't be the only thing that we are. We also have to be, uh, we have to find value. We have to be satisfied and yet dissatisfied. We have to be pulling at both ends of this at all times. And I know that sounds contradictory, but there's so much, uh, there's so much meat there. There's so much to be grasped about this because when you are dissatisfied, it will cause you to get better. It will cause you to move forward. The challenge then is how do you weigh dissatisfaction while also finding value in the present, right? Can I just ask you like, what, what is the value in where you're at right now? Right, and what you're doing right now. Maybe you aren't a full time photographer and that's what you want to be. Maybe you're working a full time day job. What is the value in that right now? Why? right? Where's the value in, in not having all your eggs and just being full-time photography. Let me give you some ideas. Uh, number one is you get to try some really extreme things that other photographers whose sole salary is based on it. It'd be really risky to do, right? You can experiment, you can test without that financial liability, right? On top of it, what are some of the relationships that you have in that business, that full-time job that maybe, uh, we as photographers don't have, right? Um, What else uh, could there be? Uh, I mean, is there opportunity, is there financial opportunity there? The fact that you may have two sources of income right now where you have a full-time job and then you're starting to bring in some money on the side. Where's the value in that? Maybe you're second shooting for another photographer right now and you don't even have your own business. Uh, The value in where you're right now is the ability for you to be learning hands-on from someone who's come before you, who's found success, right? You've got your, uh, there's no magic bullet, but you've got a shortcut right now in front of you. And you get to do this without liability. You get to build your portfolio without uh, liability, right? You guys, please value where you're at right now because if you can't find value right now, it's going to, uh, it's going to disrupt and it's going to shortchange your growth, right? You're going to sabotage the rate at which you can grow. And and next up is this, don't over-romanticize the the future value. Don't over-romanticize that the grass is greener on the other side because I promise you, as you do go full-time and as you do accomplish those goals and you start moving away from the position that you're at and you start finding future value, there's going to be problems there, right? The next value that you experience, the next uh, place that you find yourself in life that you experience, there will be problems there. And that brings me to my big idea number two is this, you guys, happiness in life is all about having problems to solve right this ties directly to confidence happiness and then confidence it's not about having zero problems if you had zero problems I don't think you'd be very happy happiness is all about solving the problems that you experience In your life like it is it is required problems are required for joy problems are required for confidence right and I want to talk about this for a second because too often people are waiting for confidence in their life before they take action towards experiencing uh, joy or experiencing freedom or experiencing um, something in their life right. You, you wait for confidence to hit you before you pick up the phone and you start dialing, uh, your, your leads or your clients. You wait for confidence to hit you before you submit, uh, to that blog or publication or that photography conference, right? You're waiting for confidence, uh, to hit you before you start, um, using your your flash at a wedding or uh or you start to raise your prices you guys please um someone sent me a a post on this actually after i posted the facebook video talking about courage versus confidence because look you don't get confident first and then go and take action and then go do the thing the crazy thing happens when you flip that around right What you need to do is take action first. You need to step out in fear first. And then confidence tends to come from that. You guys, action leads to confidence, not the other way around. And this is why courage ties into this. Because courage is being scared and then doing it anyhow. Courage is having fear in you. And then moving forward anyhow, and that builds confidence. You guys, I'm not asking you to not be scared when you pick up the phone or to not be scared when you put yourself out there and you connect with a vendor or when you raise your prices. Be scared. Be scared out of your mind. But then I want you to step out and take action and do it anyhow because confidence will begin to come from that. All right, you guys, big idea number three here. Um, This gets morbid, so just stay with me here. But understand this, please. You are going to die. You're going to die. And so get real practical about that fact. Like there's nothing more undeniable than understanding that. That understanding your life is short. And so remind yourself of that daily and look at your life. Look at the choices that you're making because it will put your fear in perspective. Once again, this is not a conversation, by the way. This is not a podcast episode about how to overcome your fear or how to not be scared in life. But I want rather for you to put your, your fear into perspective. And when you remind yourself that your life is short and that you may not be here, that there's no guarantee for tomorrow right? Your fear of failure, your fear of embarrassment, your fear of being wrong, your fear of just looking stupid in front of other people, when this is framed under the proper perspective, like none of that actually really matters. And it allows you to to logically conclude that. And it gives you that little extra step to take that action, to take that action first and have confidence follow big idea number four is, is really understanding you guys that no one really knows what they are doing. We really don't like some people. They're just better at faking it. Like, look, I'm not unique in, in my fear. I'm not unique in fearing failing. I'm not unique in fearing, putting myself out there. I'm not unique in fearing to raise my prices. Like everyone is scared, Everyone is scared. We're all just people. No one really knows what they're doing, quite honestly. like The highlight reel that you experience, this goes back to my understanding that we live in a culture of exceptionalism because the highlight reel that you see on Facebook and Instagram, it is really just that. It is that person's highlight reel. And I I love this phrase because it ties uh, really close to the photographers out there. Some people are literally, they're just better at culling down their life, sifting through the life events that occur and then only showing the best of the best. They have their own little photo mechanic in their brain and they're just they're just clicking the star button, right, on only the moments that they want to show. Some people are just better at faking it, you guys. Okay, don't get enamored by that fact. No one knows what they're doing. Big idea number five, you guys. This is a big one for me. Uh, I'm going to spend a little bit of time here. This is a really big one, and this is another one where I pull on both ends of the spectrum. And so don't get too confused here. Uh, big idea number five people suck, and people are awesome. Okay? People suck. Like, I understand that people suck. People are flawed. Like we, we say some terrible things. We do even more terrible things. And sometimes the things that we say and the things that we do, those things are mistakes. Those things are accidents. And we regret that there's forgiveness and there's grace. And other times the things that we do and the things that we say are terrible things that are intentionally done. And not to say there's no forgiveness or grace for that, but nevertheless, Despite the fact that I understand that people suck and people are flawed and people do and say terrible things, I choose to believe the best in people. That's the awesome part, right? I choose to believe the best in people. And this has done two things for me in my life. Really big things, actually. This might be one of the number one things that I've come to understand. When When people are rude, when people are hurtful towards me, when they're entitled, when they say stupid shit, right, this allows me to dismiss them, to dismiss their behavior and not carry that weight, not carry the weight of their words or their actions against me because I understand, I understand a couple things. Number one is I understand that I'm flawed. I actually own that. I understand that I've done or said other things that that may fall into that same vein. I am a flawed individual. And so there's a certain amount of empathy that I have there, right? Because we're all flawed, but it also allows me to do this. It also allows me to take those terrible actions that have been said or done against me. And it allows me to understand that they weren't said because they are true. The actions weren't taken against me because it was my fault, right? Right. They were said, or they were taken against me because, and this is the best way that I can actually put this, they were said or taken against me because some people are just real pieces of shit. That's it, right? That's it. And so however, you guys, however, despite that, despite that fact, despite the fact that people are flawed... Right, I choose to live outside of that fear and outside of that worry and outside of that dwelling, oftentimes dwelling in the past. I choose to believe the best in people because that is how growth occurs. That's how communication occurs. That's how bettering one another occurs. That's how bettering them and humanity occurs. That's how bettering yourself occurs, you guys, is I believe the best in people. It's a really, it's a, it's an interesting one uh, that I pull really hard on both ends of the spectrum. On, all right, you guys, let's keep going. Big idea number six: um, It's okay to have a real shit day. It is. It's okay to have a shitty day, and uh, I I I have to remind myself of this usually at least once a week because I'll just get I'll get in a funk. I'll hit that day that something didn't line up with. Maybe I got a bad email. Maybe I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe um I didn't get the full night's rest that I wanted. Maybe I'm out of creamer and I couldn't make my coffee. Right, and whatever it may be, I, I hit one of these days usually about once a week. Um, and there's this thing I've been reading about uh, from an author, Mark Manson. I'll drop a link in the show notes for you guys. He has a book out there called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. And so he talks about this concept called the endless The endless death spiral. Here's the way this works out, you guys. Let's say you're having a real shit day, right? And you begin to struggle because you're having such a terrible day with low self-esteem. But then that low self-esteem leads you to moping around the house, not getting anything done, which in turn gets you upset for wasting your day, which makes you feel even worse about yourself, further lowering your self-esteem. And then that cycle keeps continuing and continuing and continuing. You guys, it's okay, it's okay to have a terrible day. Like everyone has a shitty day, right? The faster that you can accept that fact, right? And then just not give a damn about it and move on the faster you're going to be able to pull yourself out of that endless death spiral, right? Like let yourself off the hook. You cannot be on at all com- at all times. Okay. Um, okay. So now practical, practical, practical. Those are my big picture steps. My big idea, uh, kind of concepts. Now I want to get practical with you guys. Number one, practical step number one, please surround yourself with positive people who believe in you, right? People who can help you pull yourself out of that endless, endless death spiral, right? But again, um, when I'm talking about surrounding yourself with positive people who believe in you, please don't let those people just be mindless yes men, especially if you find yourself susceptible to complaining, especially if you find yourself susceptible to negativity, because my fear is this. When you think about surrounding yourself with positive people, you have a warped view of that. And instead, you're going to surround yourself with people who agree with you and who will validate your complaints, and who will validate your worry, and who will agree with you uh, when you're in your negativity, right? Find positive people who will pull you out of that shit, right? Not just yes men, people who will actually, that you've given permission to actually tell you how it is like it is, right? They'll actually tell you what's up, all right? Practical step number two, focus, you guys, this is entirely actually the purpose of the podcast, focus on providing value. Focus on actually providing value to people. One of the fastest ways to get over feeling like a fraud and then in turn to elevate your confidence is to actually try to help someone else, to stop thinking about yourself, to focus on being a part of something that is bigger than you. This goes back to, I've, I've got a whole keynote that I talk a lot about, um, your why, not your what and your how. And so... Um, Look, in terms of photography, especially wedding photography, don't focus on your what and don't focus on your how, what and how are all rational craftsmen focus on what and how, right? Of course, you take pictures. Of course, you love weddings, right? But I don't take pics for a living. I don't click shutter, the shutter an hourly rate, right? My why for photography is this. I photograph weddings because I believe that people are always more important. I photograph weddings because I believe that every single person deserves to be known. I photograph weddings in order to give back tangible memories that can physically exist print people, print matters that can physically exist as daily reminders to my clients of who they love and then why they love those people. When I get to do that, when I get to focus on my why, when I get to focus on providing actual value, right? Intangible value outside of the shutter. um, I get to be part of something bigger than myself and it helps to build my confidence in what I do. Practical step number three. We're starting to move a little bit quicker here, you guys comparison is the thief of joy. And as soon as I said that, I know you've heard this. If you haven't, let me be the first one to tell you, comparison is a thief of joy. But I know that for many of the listeners out there today, you've seen this quote, you've heard it said, comparison is the thief of joy. And so let's actually do something about it, right? So then act on it. Stop looking at other photographers who are in the same field as you right? Especially if they're local, especially if they're, they're, your, they're your local competition, you're doing yourself no service. You're going to irrationally compare yourself to them, right? And again, going back to the exceptionalism thing, most likely the top 0.5% of anything that they've ever done in life. And then you're going to lower your own self-esteem. You're going you're gonna to irrationally compare yourself and it's going to lead you to an action, You're going to start to feel down and you're going to get yourself in that endless death spiral I'm talking about, right? Instead, you guys look at other photographers who are outside of your field, right? If you're a wedding photographer, go look at like fine art photography or go look at editorials. You can still become inspired. And furthermore, I've done an episode of Six Figure Live on this. Who is that person? And when I say that person, it's the person that popped into your mind when I said this, when I mentioned something about local competition, right? Who is that person? The person who every time you see them winning, you get a little jealous. There's something that goes off inside of your heart or your head and it stings, right? When you see the new shoot that they just did or the new picture that got more likes than yours, right? Who's that person? I want you to identify that person. And you know what, you guys? Maybe it's outside of photography. Maybe you're doing just fine in photography, but maybe it's in life. Maybe their kids are just nicer than your kids. Maybe they have a prettier hairstyle that week or they have a bigger home. Right? Let's get real about this. Who is that person in your life? You guys need to set yourself free from them, right? If you have a relationship with that person, uh, for real, you need to set yourself free. I want you to text them and you need to be able to encourage them you need to actually be able to encourage these people in your life in order to set your own self free. You're not doing this for them. You're doing this for you. Text them and just say like, great job on X, right? Like, Hey, that's really cool that you did this. And then move on. Give them some semblance of encouragement that is honest. And that is intentional. That's not sarcastic, actually encourage them. And then I want you to move on after that and to set yourself free and to don't look back at their stuff, to don't keep following them. And then don't also overthink it when they don't text you back or when they don't like that post back, or they don't follow you back, or they don't leave some other encouraging comment on you, you're doing this to set yourself free. And so don't do that and then go back and become attached again. Look, if you don't have a relationship with that person, a personal relationship, then just leave a comment or a simple like or a heart on Instagram, right? And then stop looking at their stuff and move on. Okay. Practical step number four, play to your strengths. Right? Play to your strengths. The entire way that advertising works is that it does this. It draws out a flaw in you, right? It focuses on a flaw in you, then it re-emphasizes that flaw. It focuses on even further on that flaw, and then it tries to sell you something to fix that same flaw in your life. And you guys, we're surrounded by advertising all times. We're surrounded by a microscope on our failures at all times, right? It's only going to get worse. It's only going to become more and more specific, more and more targeted to these small things that we're insecure about. You know, uh... For the longest time, seventies, eighties, nineties, starting in the two thousands here, it was more general flaws, right? And now we're getting real personal about it. Now, now Facebook and Google and search—it's understanding the things that we're actually researching uh, when no one else is watching, and that's actually what we're being uh, marketed to against now. Okay, you guys, screw that. Understand the fact that you are flawed in certain ways, right? I know that I am forgetful and upset-minded, but I also know that I move the needle, that I get shit done. I'm doubling down on that. I'm going to double down on waking up early and keeping uh, to grow my business, right? I lose my wallet. You guys, I probably lose my wallet twice a week. I just don't care anymore. I truly don't care anymore. It's a weakness of mine. It's going to be there. I'm going to focus on my strengths. Practical step number five. The little successes matter so, so, so much. You guys, self-esteem, confidence, it's actually not rooted in like some big life accomplishment, right? It's not that. When you book your first $10,000 wedding, that's not what's going to suddenly make you confident, right? Confidence, it's, it's rooted in small actions, right? Right? It's rooted in, in how your mind and your heart perceives the small actions that you take daily. And the best way for me to explain this, I I read this somewhere online. I forget where I read this. I'll have to go back and take a look. The best way for me to explain this is in terms of an employee, right? When you have an employee in your world, and if you don't have one, imagine yourself being an employee, right? Um, back when you worked at KFC in, in high school, that was me actually, right? Um, when you have an employee in your life, uh, Look, when that employee does a job, when they complete the work and they do it well, the boss feels like they can take on more work. The boss feels like they can actually take on more responsibility, right? And so as that boss's trust uh, grows in their employee, they start to give them more work and more responsibly, uh, more response, uh, um, more responsibility. There's the word, more responsibility, more important jobs, Right. Right? This is like the corporate ladder, right? You just keep moving up and up and up, and and suddenly you're part time, and then you're a shift supervisor, and then you're a manager, and then you're owner, right? So look, we treat ourselves no differently. Put yourself into that same scenario. Put yourself in the shoes as an employee. We are. It's interesting. Uh, we are the employee and the boss in our own mind, right? And so every single time you guys you wake up in the morning and you accomplish that small task, it's mundane, right? Um our confidence will slowly begin to grow our confidence and our trust and our ability to, to accomplish those small things. It's going to begin to grow and we're going to start uh, to value those victories and it's going to directly affect how much we value ourselves. Right? So every single time I answer an email on time, I do the dishes. I wake up and I take a shower and actually put pants on. I pay my vendors on time. I, I actually clear up my voicemail. So the, the box, the inbox isn't entirely full right? Um, every single time that I do that, uh, my confidence in myself and in my abilities grows and I take on more responsibility. I take on more. All right, you guys, practical step number six. Uh, There's a quick one. Do what you're good at. Do what you're good at more often. Especially as you're pursuing new goals, especially as you're pursuing new things that you may not be as great at consistently do the things that you are great at. Okay. When you do that, you're going to continue to reinforce the belief in yourself, the belief in your abilities, the belief in your strengths, and that you guys will actually fuel you on in the areas of your life that still need work. Okay, so do what you're good at more often, especially when you're taking on something that you're not as fine-tuned in. All right, number seven, practical step number seven, you guys, celebrate those wins. Celebrate the smallest of wins. Do this every day. Be looking for opportunities to celebrate the small wins. If you woke up and you got out the door at 6 a.m. and you meant to, amazing. Go grab some Starbucks, treat yourself, right? If you booked a new client, fantastic i want you to take your boyfriend out to lunch i want you to raise a toast to that right treat yourself actually in the office that we have here at stone story creative uh in one of the back closets here taped up on the wall we have an entire wall taped covered with 50 dollars gift cards to any number of places that we love and anytime one of us books a wedding we get to go in there and we get to take one off the wall and it's yours right it's celebrating the small wins okay Number eight, practical step number eight, accept compliments. Accept compliments. This is one that you can so actively practice and learn like right now in this moment. Today, you will have an opportunity to practice it. Accept compliments. That's it. No caveats, right? When someone tells you, hey, I like that photograph that you took. Don't be like, oh, give me a break. Don't be like, "Oh man, thing, I just wish I just wish my pictures could look as good as yours." Don't be like, "Oh, I better look good. I spent, you know, 4 hours editing it." Don't be like, "Really? You like this picture? I kind of hate it." Don't be like, "Well, I'm not so sure about it. It's a new thing I'm trying. I just got this lens. I don't know." Nah, don't do that. Don't sabotage yourself. Don't rob yourself. And also don't rob the other person. The times that I've complimented people that I live in my life, girlfriends, boyfriends, the times I've complimented my wife, and we all do this. I'm sure she's done this to me and I've rejected it. It just makes, I, I, I feel like my compliment was robbed. I feel denied. No, just accept it. Say thank you, right? Practical step number nine. All right, you guys. Keep on file. Every single instant, that someone has said something nice about you, right? Have have a physical box of this, by the way. Like I've got a Dropbox, I've got like an online folder, right, that I put every voicemail, I put every letter, every email, every text, every thank you know. I put them all in there, you guys. By the way, I put them all in there from you too. Every single time I get an email from a photographer who's experienced growth in their business or has, has held on to some nugget that I've said, and you've emailed me and you've said thank you, Ben Hartley, or Ben, I just wanted to reach out and let you know that this thing has, has resulted in something really awesome for my business. I keep that stuff, you guys, and I hold on to it. Because every once in a while, I'll get that email or I'll get that text. I'll be like, Ben, you're a bag of dicks, right? And I, and I, I, that's actually a real email that I got, by the way. Uh, sorry for being uh, crass there. Um, but when I get those emails, I just need to be reminded. And so I go back. I go back to that folder and I read the... I read I read the nice things. I read the positivity and I surround myself with that. You guys do this in your life. Have that folder. Have that box in your world, okay? All right. Practical step number 10. This is a big one, you guys. Uh put in the work. This goes back and it directly ties into the fact that um action leads to confidence. And that confidence does not lead to action. There's this crazy thing that happens where when you decide to put in a a 10, 11, even five hours a day doing something, doing the same thing, that you'll get better at it. Like every single time that you test and then you learn something and then you test it again and you learn something more, right? This builds confidence. Do you want to learn how to become more confident when talking on the phone? Then put in the work and practice, and fail and practice and fail. Test, learn, test, learn. Do you want to become more confident in directing your clients when you're out on a photo shoot? Well, then practice it. Put in the work. Do you want to become more confident when it comes to closing a, a, a sale with a client? Then practice it. You've got hard work will always beat natural talent. When people put in the work, you're going to beat natural talent. So please, you guys, put in the work. Practice it. Whatever you're struggling with. Please practice it. And this goes with confidence. I started this out saying that you can build your confidence. You're not born with it. You can practice this. You can practice doing these things. And when you do this, it will elevate. Okay, please put in the work. I talked a lot about this on the episode. Uh, I was a fine art major in college. And when I arrived to campus, um, I got a scholarship to go. And re- based off of my oil paintings, everyone after my first you know, uh, semester of drawing classes looked at me and they were like, OMG, Ben Hartley, you are such a talented oil painter. Like, look at this kid. He's so freaking talented. You guys I wasn't talented. I put in the work. They didn't see when I put in the work. They didn't see how I, you guys, I literally transferred high schools in the middle of high school. I wasn't dating girls. I wasn't going on the weekends. I wasn't uh, going to the movie theater. I wasn't going to parties. I was painting in my basement, like four foot by six foot paintings in high school that I stretched on my own. And then I painted in my basement. I literally transferred schools in the middle of my high school career. I moved high schools. And I drove 25 minutes to go to a different school because I had a, a better art program. I was putting in the work there even before that, you guys, I would steal my sister's like how to draw horses book and I would sit there and repetitively draw these circles and these circles and then a triangle and somehow it ended up looking like a horse. But I would do this over and over and over and it was repetition, you guys. I was putting in the work since before they even knew, Right. And then I arrive to campus, and suddenly they see me as this kid who's got all this talent. I just put in the work. I put in the work. All right. Practical step number 11. This is going to be the last one, you guys. I appreciate you hanging in there with me. This is, uh, this is the last one, and this is a big one. This is a really big one. This is an important one. It's probably the most important, and it's also one of the most difficult. I want you to separate yourself from the negative people in your life. I want you to cut them out. I want you to be ruthless with this, right? If you are a a complainer, if you're always complaining, I'm not going to be friends with you more than that. I'm not even going to invite you over. I have no interest in spending time with you or you spending time with my family or the people that I care about. If you always are blaming other people for your problems, for your troubles, I'm going to unfollow you. I'm going to follow you on Facebook, on Instagram, and in life. If you are consumed by worry and then you try to get me to share in your fear or you try to get my family to share and indulge you in your fear and worry and regret, we won't be coming over for Christmas. You guys, I don't care if we've been friends since grade school. I don't care if you're my cousin. I don't care if you're my brother or my parent. And that might sound selfish, but understand this. I value my relationship with my wife and with my daughter and with my twin boys. I value my business and my ability to provide for my team, for Ben Adams and Steven Lowe too much to allow you to bring me down with your negativity with your worry and with your fear and with your dwelling. I value them too much to come home from work upset and then taking it out on them because so-and-so said something about me. I value you guys. And I understand that if I want to build into my children, build into my daughter to teach my daughter, be self-love and self-respect, that it means that I need to have self-love, that I need to have self-respect, that my self-perception needs to be full. I'm ruthless about this because I get that it's more than just me. This is about my children and this is about my wife. And if you're destructive towards me, you're going to have zero power here. You guys on this note too, uh, just to kind of bring it back for a, a, a quick second, separating yourself, it doesn't mean that you need to completely remove people from your life. Like I'm not saying that if your mom, uh, is, is, uh, is, is nagging and negative that you need to completely remove her from your life. You might, by the way, she might be that destructive but at a minimum, minimum, it means that you're no longer giving her words weight. You're no longer giving her words authority or power in your life. And you are removing yourself from opportunities to hear those same words, right? You guys, what I've just gone over... This is by no means like some complete list, some like definitive thoughts on confidence. These are ideas um, that I've experienced in my life. These are ideas that I've learned from reading, from listening, from surrounding myself with other really smart people. These are ideas that I've learned in concepts that I've grown up with, maybe from my parents. Uh, Maybe I learned them in my time in ministry or from my God, right? Um, And despite the fact uh, that I have that foundation, of, of the family and the upbringing that I've been brought in and my relationship with my Lord, right? Besides the fact that I have that, I need you guys to understand something while I have that foundation of confidence to fall back on. Please understand this. Despite that, despite that fact, all of the concepts that I've been talking about are choices, these are daily choices. Every single day, you have to choose this stuff. Every single day, I have to choose to put in the work, to separate myself from negative people. Every single day, I, and, and multiple times a day, I've got to choose to simply accept a compliment, to smile and say thank you, right? Every single day, I've got to choose to celebrate the small win, right? Every single day, I've got to choose uh, to choose to believe the best in people. And to also understand that the negative things that sometimes people will say is because sometimes those are just negative people, right? I'm going to choose to do what I'm good at more often, right? And to do the small things, the small successes every day, to wake up and to take a shower, right? I'm going to choose to play to my strengths, and to not compare myself to others and to focus on making sure that every single thing that I do, this is why I do the podcast, this is why I do my daily live videos, is to provide value to other people outside of me. Look, I love being a photographer. I find great value in being a wedding photographer and having a successful business under my feet. It's great. It really is. But the reason I do six-figure photography, the reason I have this podcast is because I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I want to help other people. I want to help you grow your business and I want to help you provide to your family and you to provide for the people in your life because there's enough room for all of us you guys I truly believe that and I want to surround myself with positive people who believe in me I have to choose these things every single day make that choice you guys Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys listening. This has been kind of, like I said, a little bit of an experiment here to kind of go off uh, on just a solo episode. Once again, uh, if you have ideas of what you'd like to call these episodes, like I said, maybe I'll call these from the heart. I'm not sure. Uh, But you can expect to hopefully, uh, if this is well-received, hopefully receive double the amount of Six Figure Photography Podcast episodes uh, with this alternating thing, you guys. Once again, thank you so much. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening, for caring, for sending me uh, thoughts and messages and emails every single time uh, I see that uh, one of you has tuned in. um, It just means the world to me. And if you do email me, if you do message me, I want you to know I read every single one. So thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Uh, Keep growing your business. Keep working hard. We will see you on episode 143 uh, of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Cheers, everyone. Bye.